Hello and welcome to another episode of the Secular Buddhism Podcast. This is episode number 71. I am your host, Noah Rochetta, and today I'm talking about breaking the chain of reactivity. If you're a regular podcast listener, you're probably also interested in the essential concepts of Buddhism and how they relate to your daily life. In my newest book, No Nonsense Buddhism for Beginners, you'll gain a fundamental understanding of Buddhism and how to apply the philosophies in your everyday life. The book consists of a simple four-part structure addressing the different aspects of Buddhism, the Buddha, key Buddhist teachings, key Buddhist concepts, and current Buddhist practices, and it's written in a straightforward questions and answers format that simplifies the vital concepts of Buddhism into easy to understand ideas. It's presented in a simple conversational style and the information and guidance and no-nonsense Buddhism for beginners provides the groundwork that is necessary for building or continuing your own Buddhist practice. You can learn more about the book by visiting everydaybuddhism.com. Before I jump into the topic of the podcast episode, I want to remind you of the Dalai Lama's advice. Do not use what you learn from Buddhism to be a Buddhist. Use it to be a better whatever you already are. And this has always been one of the key messages that I, I try to reinforce throughout the podcast and in general with my approach to teaching Buddhist concepts. All of this is about helping you to become a better whatever you already are. It's not about changing you from a something to a something else. Um, so keep that in mind. And, and the topic I've prepared for today is called Breaking the Chain of Reactivity. Now, I think this is a, a really important topic. Um, if you've ever been in London and you've traveled on their underground, the subway system, you will recognize the phrase or the expression, mind the gap. It's, it's on the yellow line down by your feet um, when you're about to board the train. And it's a warning to mind the gap between the platform and the train. And you hear it over the over the intercom over and over and over you always hear them saying mind the gap uh, and that's been it's a fun expression that's used even um as a as a tourist promotion you know you can buy shirts that say mind the gap or uh, mugs or uh, little street signs that have the the underground logo and this message of mind the gap and it's fun because it's it's also a reminder to mind the gap between stimulus and response. Uh, I have a friend who was telling me that in their, in their family, they've kind of adopted this as a motto, and rather than mind the gap, they say gap the mind, uh, as a reminder to put the gap in their mind between stimulus and response. And in that conversation and learning a little bit more about how they use this expression, something came up that um, actually prompted, prompted me to uh, clarify this in, in a podcast episode was the idea of how this gap actually works. I think uh, it, it's a common uh, misunderstanding to think that the the gap between stimulus and response uh, is found in an external circumstance and then how I feel or react to that. For example, you call me a name and here I am feeling angry. Well, I wasn't capable of putting the gap between that res that stimulus and this response and and that's the misconception I want to address today that's why I'm calling this uh, breaking the chain of reactivity because first I want to bring attention to the fact that it's a chain it's not 
it, it's not that there's a stimulus and a response, although there is. It's more like there's a stimulus and a response, and that response is the stimulus of the next response, and that, that chain goes on and on and on. At any given moment, um, everything that, that's happening now is happening because of what happened before. And this is the, the overall teaching of uh, interdependence. So you can look at this through the lens of interdependence and start to see not just this uh, stimulus and response, but what was the, this stimulus is the response to some prior stimulus. And that goes on and on and on because it's a chain and it gets really complex and it spreads out to the point where we really have uh, no way to know the complexities of the causes and conditions that are leading to this moment and where I'm about to interact with it and um, perpetuate the uh, causes and conditions from this moment going forward. So another visual that another friend of mine um, posted one day on Facebook that I thought was, was clever and funny, uh, she said, I'd love to see the gap between stimulus and response when somebody's throwing a ball at your face. Uh, and I think that's that's funny because it's a fun visual. Um, I don't know if fun visual is the right word. It's a humorous visual. Um, imagining, especially if no one gets hurt, obviously. Um, but I'm thinking, okay, the, so there's the stimulus. Uh, I'm going to kick the ball, and there's your response. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to are you going to be reactive and duck, or are you going to put a gap there and really think about it? You know, how fast is that ball coming at my face? Well, by putting the gap in, boom, you've been hit. So, but uh, I think the deeper thing of what's being insinuated with this perpetuates the misconception, right? This isn't about um, putting a gap in how I react. We are hardwired to react, right? If, the, if you're walking on a trail and the bushes start rattling or you hear a rattling sound, um, you're hardwired to react, to jump and run or do whatever you got to do because... Um, we've evolved to put our safety first um, to survive and it's it's not uh, conducive to your survival to sit and think is that a rattlesnake should I really think this through is it necessary for me to get away from this spot <laughs> you know it doesn't work that way so again going back to the chain of reactivity what I want to highlight here is it's not just the stimulus and response. It's where am I in the ongoing chain of reactivity? And at this moment, can I put a pause and can I become uh, more skillful with how I handle whatever comes next? So another visual that I think helps explain this is when I'm teaching a workshop, I always show a slide when I'm talking about this topic of uh, a wall with a hole in it. And it's obvious by looking at the picture that it's a hole that somebody punched the wall. And this is the chain of reactivity, right? The gap is between the emotion and the reaction to the emotion, not necessarily between the event and the emotion. So in that example of the wall, something happened that made that person angry. That's, that's one stimulus and response. The next one was, here I am feeling angry and I can't contain the fact that I'm angry, so I'm going to do something about it. So I punch the wall. That was another stimulus and response. The stimulus in this case was feeling anger. The response was reacting to the anger by, by punching something. So again, the misconception is that mindfulness is going to help me to no longer feel angry. That's not true. It's not about um, 
not feeling emotions, that's impossible, right? It's about what do we do with the anger? The emotions that we feel, they're all natural, they're all normal. Some are pleasant, some are unpleasant. Um, you're going to be angry, you're going to be sad, uh, you're going to be frustrated, right? At different stages of, of life, under different circumstances, it's natural to feel these things. Uh, you're going to feel angry if somebody does, if the causes and conditions are met to feel anger, anger arises, boom, that's all normal and natural. What we're looking at here is, what do I do with that? Now that I'm experiencing this emotion, now what do I do with it? That's where I put the gap. And again, going to this, looking at this as a chain, it may be that the gap happens several links into the chain. I'm angry, I punch the wall, my hand is bleeding, uh, I'm going to the hospital, uh, I find out how much I have to pay the doctor, now I start uh, swearing. Uh, you know, like maybe then at that moment I put the gap. Oh, okay, now what do I do next? Well, the very next thing, it can, it can be a continuation of the unskillful reactivity or it can be the start of a skillful action. That, so what I want to emphasize with this is it's not about putting this at the beginning. It's about putting this somewhere in the chain. It may be six links into it that I'm finally capable of stopping and seeing the reactivity and saying, okay, I'm not going to be reactive anymore. Now I'm going to be more skillful. And with time, it could get better, but it never reaches the point where I will never be reactive. That's not the point. It's, the point isn't to not be reactive. The point is, can I stop my reactivity once it starts? Because the reactivity uh, sets me up for more reactivity right? I react. That's another. And then there's the new stimulus and response. So the stimulus and response is the chain. Every stimulus has a response and every response is the stimulus of a new response. And that chain goes on and on and on. So this is about saying, can I put a gap anywhere in the chain? Sure. It may have been 20 links into it, but that's better than, than spending a whole life of reactivity where I never put a chain or uh, a gap in it. That's what this is about. So the gap is about seeing the stopping of the reactivity, but it doesn't matter where in the chain, because as soon as I realize it's all a chain, well, I might as well stop it now, even though I'm 20 or 30 links into it, because it could have kept going. So in that sense, it's the, it's the reactivity to the reactivity that we're trying to stop. Um, I hope that makes sense. So the, the exercise or the invitation that I would uh, extend to you as you think about this concept is try to pause and see if you can detect where you are in the chain of reactivity. Because every single one of us right now is in the present moment is uh, it, it's a part of a chain of reactivity. How did I get here? Right. What did it take for this moment to arise? And you can look at this in, in, in several um, topics in your life um, it, w with regards to relationships, career decisions. You know, why did I just buy this car? Uh, you could pause at any of these moments and say, can I start to see uh, some of the, um, uh, the stimulus and response, the causes and conditions that have led for this moment to arise? And that gives me the flexibility to... Uh, say what comes next, right? The whole concept of what comes next is, is that is the gap. That is the pause because it's inside of that, that I can, that I can see hopefully in myself, 
Am I uh, stopping the reactivity or am I going to be a little bit more skillful in whatever comes next? Um, and th this can happen, like I said, in, in, in many areas of your life. I've, I remember pausing for a moment and, and recognizing that one of the things I was doing eight years into a decision that I made, I could see that I was doing this because of uh, something that had happened that made me feel like I need to prove myself. So I'm going to do uh, this or that. And th in this case, it was my, my business. I'll just kind of give you the background real quick. So I was feeling a sense of, um, uh, I, gu I guess I was uh, having an issue with my sense of self-worth. And I had this view that if I could build up a big company and prove that, that I'm a great entrepreneur, then my, I can restore that sense of self-worth. So here I was eight years later, right? I had built a business and it was, it was really successful. Um, and I was looking at that thinking, Oh, how funny I can, I stopped and I could see, uh, eight years later, this chain of reactivity here I was because of something I felt eight years before that made me feel like this is how I prove myself. I build a business. Now I say that just because the, the exercise didn't make me say, okay, well now I'm going to give it all up. That didn't happen. It took, it took a few more years and my, my company ended up dying of natural causes later that had nothing to do with, with that moment of introspection. Um, but I was able to see one aspect in my life where I was uh, continuing the chain of reactivity. I'm caught up in this chain of reactivity. And then I was able to pause and say, do I really want to keep going like this? Or, or can I be more skillful with what I do next? And it gave me that sense of freedom in my uh, career choice. What do I want to do next with my career? Um, but that insight came from pausing and seeing long, long ago the start of that specific chain of causes and conditions that I was caught in. Um, and like I said, you could look at this in, in a lot of aspects of your life, but I do want to emphasize the, the purpose of this isn't to say, okay, I'm going to change everything right now. Immediately. That might not be skillful either, especially like relationships, right? It's not like, okay, well, fine. You were my friend, but I see I became your friend out of reactivity and that's it. Now I don't need your friendship and boom, you get rid of a friend. That's not it either. It's, um, it's putting the gap wherever you are in the present moment and saying, could this be more skillful? That's what you're after. Um, so again, why do we want to mind the gap? Why do we want to break the chain of reactivity? Don't think of this in terms of right and wrong or, or where I am and where, I could be that would be better than where I am. Think of it in terms of skillful action versus unskillful reactivity. All I'm trying to accomplish in my life through this exercise is to see in what areas of my life am I caught up in unskillful reactivity. And can I put a pause there and change that to be, to have more skillful action moving forward? I mean, just imagine for a moment how how much more uh, enjoyable your life could be if you develop the ability to be more skillful in your actions rather than just remaining uh, unskillfully reactive to everything that unfolds. This happens and then, and then I reacted this way and uh, it might be 10 years later I realize, oh man, I've been reactive this whole time. Um, imagine preventing that by 
uh, developing this ability that at any given moment you can kind of just start to pause and say, what am I reacting to? What what in my life am I doing out of a, a sense of reactivity? And is it skillful at this point to pause and say, how do I want to move forward next? That That's really what this is about. And, and you can correlate all of this with the concept or the teaching of karma, which the word karma itself simply means action. That's all it means. At any given moment, we're all acting on the karma that has been set in motion by others and by life in general, right? The, so the central teaching of karma is that we can pause and we can break the cycle of reactivity. It's in that mindful pause that we have the freedom to choose a more skillful action uh, to contribute to that never-ending web of causes and conditions that we're all a part of. So when I start to see that in myself, that life is unfolding in, in all these complex ways, and yet I am interacting with life as it unfolds, and my very interaction with it affects everyone else. Now, some of the obvious ones in, for me are my kids, my, my wife, my people close to me, right? The, there's how I'm uh, handling life and the things that life throws at me that are directly affecting um, their lives. I'm influencing the causes and conditions that they will be working with in their life. So for me, there's a sense of responsibility where I can pause and say, am I doing this the most skillful way possible? And again, I cannot overemphasize, it's not, am I doing this right? Or am I doing it wrong? None of us are doing anything right. We're all just trying our best with the very limited knowledge we have of of, of what we're doing, right? Um, so what I'm trying to get at is, could this be more skillful, the way I'm handling life as it unfolds? Or am I just reacting to everything? Everything that happens, I'm just reacting. Do I want to go through life uh, uh, unskillfully reactive to everything or do I want to be more skillful uh, with the actions that I uh, the, the, you know my actions to life as it unfolds um, so that that's what I'm trying to get at uh, the action karma it's the action that's taken it's not the result I think a lot of times we get caught up with this with this about results it's about results this is kind of flipping it and saying it's not about results. Sometimes we don't know what the results are, right? I do this and that happens. I didn't know that that was going to happen. Um, we don't know. We don't know the results. This, this is where the story of the horse and who knows what is good and bad, right? We don't know. This is about the action. Is the action I'm taking um, skillful or is this just a form of reactivity? That's the, uh, the invitation with this overall discussion that I hope you can you can listen to this and say um, you know in what areas of my life am I more reactive and what would life look like if I could swap that reactivity for for something that's just a little bit more skillful and deliberate with my actions I'd rather I'd rather have skillful actions than unskillful reactions um, so I hope that makes sense and again this isn't about getting rid of reactions right Again, the the uh, example of walking down a path and hearing rustling in the bushes, like you're hardwired to be reactive. So reactivity is not the problem. It's taking that natural tendency to be reactive that we've all evolved with and extending it into everything. 
you know, I'm losing a job. Boom, I'm just as reactive as if I'm walking and, and the bush is rattling. Well, in one of those scenarios, it's, uh, it's not so skillful to, to react the way that you're reacting. So can I put a pause in the reactivity of the reactivity? Not in the initial reactivity. It's the pause happens in the reactivity to the reactivity somewhere in that chain. And like I said, it might be five links in, it might be 20 links in, and then I'm capable of pausing and, and saying, okay, is this the most skillful way to handle what's happening? Maybe yes, maybe no. And if it's no, then I'm going to change my course of action. That is karma in action. At that moment, the action that I took is more skillful than the, than the action that would have been taken had I continued down the path of reactivity only. So uh, I minimize suffering for myself and others. It's that, that's how it works. So the misconception is thinking, I'll never react. Don't think of it like that. Think of at what point in my reactivity can I notice that I've been reactive and now I'm going to be skillful with what comes next in that chain of reactivity. That's how I would invite you to think about this. And if you can start to see that in your life, you'll, you'll feel an incredible sense of liberation. What is the liberation from? It's liberation from the reactivity. Nobody wants to be caught up in a reactive way of living. That's not enjoyable. And the moment you can see that and you understand interdependence, you become liberated from the reactivity. That's what you become liberated from. And, and man, that's a great feeling to, to see that in your own life and different aspects of your life and say, I'm not going to continue this reactivity. I'm going to try something different. Um, so that's the topic that I have for you. I, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, podcast episode. Uh, feel free to share it, write a review, give it a rating in iTunes. Um, as always, if you would like to join our online community to continue um, conversations around these topics, you can visit secularbuddhism.com forward slash community. And on that page, there are links to our Facebook groups. If you would like to uh, make a donation to support the work I'm doing with the podcast, you can visit secularbuddhism.com and click on the donate button. And that's all I have for now, but I look forward to recording another podcast episode soon. So thank you for listening. Until next time.